0: Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. And it is a pleasure now to be joined... By our old friend and colleague at ESPN Senior Writer, our injury analyst for the last 12 years. You see her all the time on SportsCenter, the fantasy show, fantasy football now. She also is the co-host of ESPN Audio's podcast, Fantasy Focus Football. That is a lot of alliteration. <laughs> Stefania Bell joins us now. Stefania, thank you for being with us.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Jeremy.
0: So, so how often, right now at this moment in time, uh, with the draft just you know a few days away, are you talking about one Tua Tunga Viloa?
1: It's pretty much become a daily thing for me. I'm always uh, checking up to see if there are any latest updates. But of course, since um, since I spoke to his two surgeons, I've been talking about him quite a bit.
0: So, what what you know? What should we know at this point about him? Uh, as the draft approaches
1: i think it's important to know why his doctors feel as confident as they do because i'm sure there are people who are skeptical uh saying well they're his doctors naturally they're going to say these things but um actually that's why it was important for me to have a call with them and and talk in detail about what gives them so much confidence If you go back to when uh, Tua injured his hip last fall, he had that hip fracture and dislocation. One of the key things is that his hip was reduced or put back into position before he left the stadium. And Dr. Chip Rout, who is the surgeon in Houston that did Tua surgery, said that uh, they see an association with quick reduction. uh, And decreased risk of what's called avascular necrosis. That's the thing that everybody worries about with this type of injury where there can be reduced uh, blood flow to the hip as a result of damage to the blood supply during a dislocation. So the fact that it was reduced by team physician Dr. Lyle Kane at the stadium led to a better prognosis overall, but no guarantee. After the surgery, and again, the surgery was performed by Dr. Rout, who specializes in pelvic and hip trauma and repair. So to him, to his injury was very straightforward, not a big deal, whereas it could have been a far more complex surgery for somebody who isn't doing that all of the time. He felt like there was a good repair. They saw everything they wanted along the way in terms of healing, both fracture healing and the health of the joint. There's no evidence of cartilage damage. So all of these things, when you're three to four months out from the original surgery, start to paint a better picture of the health of the hip going forward. And I think that's really, for people who are concerned, not just about how he looks on video, but what might it mean in terms of his ability for that hip to be healthy, all those factors matter.
0: We're speaking with ESPN injury analyst, Stefania Bell, about Tua Tunga Vailoa, the Alabama quarterback, who's expected to be among the top picks in Thursday night's NFL draft, but some lingering questions about, um, his health and his recovery from surgery. Oh, what, what can you tell us, Stefania, about others who've had the same injury and, and their, uh, rehabilitations?
1: You know, it's not that common of an injury, so we don't have a lot of comps to go by. And it's actually interesting because C.J. Mosley, who also played for Alabama and then went on to a career in the NFL, suffered a hip dislocation as well. Now, he did not require surgery, as I understand it, um, but still the rehab was there, uh, the concern about post-dislocation issues and the worry about whether he'd ever Um, be able to make it back well he obviously went on to be drafted in the NFL and play at a high level so uh, it's pretty unusual injury the fact that it happened to another Alabama player in the not so distant past is somewhat remarkable but both times it was Dr. Lyle King who reduced that athlete's hip on the field and probably helped them to uh, a better outcome overall so you know the, the other thing that's really specific to this type of injury is it's not what you think in terms of rehab. It is really about resting the hip early on because you have to protect the joint. You can't put too much weight through it while it's healing. And Dr. Rout was quick to point out to me that one of the things Tua did really well, and it's very hard for an athlete, especially one who wants to get back and prove to teams that he's healthy. The first six weeks, he had to do almost nothing, really protect the hip, not put weight through it. And even until they had that three-month mark where they were looking at the health of the joint, they were comfortable that he could progress his weight-bearing, he was very limited in terms of the type of activity he could do. So, I think when you see these videos that he's put out, his workout videos uh, showing his dropbacks, his agility, his ability to step onto that right hip and throw across his body, which requires rotation, his functional strength and how he looks is very encouraging, especially when you consider that he couldn't do much uh, for over a month after the original surgery.
0: Mm. It looks like, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, Mel Kuyper has has him in his mock draft at this point, uh, going sixth to the Chargers, to Otunga Vailoa, the great gifted quarterback from Alabama. What, what are the other big injuries, the other players who suffered injuries that that you're really keeping an eye on heading into the draft right now, Stefania?
1: You know, there's... <laughs> Who is really the biggest name when it comes to injury um, issues, specific injuries? Most of the other uh, athletes that folks are talking about, it's really just a question of uh, can they stay healthy? There are some minor things, but the medical rechecks, as we typically expect them uh, to be significant, you know, for players who were uh, not able to participate at the combine for various reasons, we didn't have that much that was substantial this year. Now, they did have about 40 players who were supposed to go back April 10th for a recheck, but as you know, those rechecks were canceled um, because of uh, the coronavirus pandemic situation. What they have done, um, and really it's a credit to uh, the Professional Football Athletic Trainer Society, is they've helped coordinate uh, video through players and their agents of them working out Uh, demonstrating, if you will, that they are past whatever concern it might have been. So, for example, a hamstring strain that might have prevented someone from running the 40 at the combine. Uh, Typically, you'd want to see that in person. They couldn't do that this year, but the hope is that the videos uh, demonstrate to the teams who are curious that this player is back and able to perform uh, as as he was pre-injury. So, uh, right now, I think a lot of the, the folks I've talked to are getting a lot of their questions answered by seeing this documentation that's been uploaded to a central location where teams have the ability to view it before the draft.
0: Mm. All kinds of adjustments, obviously, being made in this unique situation. Stefania Bell is ESPN's injury analyst and has been for 12 years. She will be everywhere for the next few days as the draft approaches and during. Stefania, thanks so much for taking some time out uh, to talk with us here on The Sporting Life. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm Jeremy Schaap, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern time.